All right. Now, just in the next few minutes, there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. And, man, I, I hope that you get a chance today before you leave here to walk through and look at the shoes. I mean, just, just look at the shoes that have been brought in. And, and this is going to make a huge difference. And, and uh, look at somebody close and say, way to go. Amen. It's just awesome. This is, this is so cool. Uh, but uh, here's what's going to happen today. In just a few minutes, as a matter of fact, the ushers are going to come right now, and they're going to begin to pass out uh, some name tags. Okay? And uh, don't, don't start writing on them yet. Just, just hang on to it and let God speak to you uh, this morning. We're going to take a, a moment later in the service, and, and we're just going to pray, and we're going to ask God to give us a name. And don't be thinking about the name right now. Let God speak the name, right? And we're going to write somebody's name on that, just, just, a, just one name. And then we're going to pray for that person. And, and every day we're going to be praying for the person. And, and, uh, uh, but before we leave here today, we're going to pray over all of these, and then we're going to take those name tags, and we're going to put them on the bottom of our chairs. And that way it's just really easy because uh, when we come in different services we can just stop and hey, just grab the chairs there and let's just pray together and we're going to be praying for these people and, and we're not trying to pray them in, into into the garden no we're trying to pray them into the family right and we don't really care you know hey we'd love them all to come to church here that's not the point the point isn't that we want them in church the point is we want them in christ right so people who are far from god we we want we're, we're going to release the hounds of heaven you know, hey, I grew up in church, and back back in the day, I mean, dude, and, and we didn't just go to church; we went to church, okay. And, and uh, uh, they they they'd always talked about the the, the hounds of heaven and, and the you know and the Holy Ghost, and we're gonna say sick him to the Holy Ghost; he's gonna go get him, right? The north, the south, the east, and west. And, and some of you guys that are sitting in your chair today, and you're thinking this is kind of weird, you're you're the you're the product of this already. Somebody, somebody wrote your name down, been praying for you, and, and, uh, and that brought salvation to you. And I'm going to tell you today that, uh, uh, you know, the, just the process, what we're going to do, we're going we're to write their names down, we're going to pray, we're going to stick them under there, uh, we're going to give you a, a little wristband to wear, and uh, they'll be out at the patio during the baptismal service, and just come out and get, uh, get, get this and wear it, and just remind, remind yourself every day, okay, I'm praying for the one, I'm praying for the one. And over the next few weeks, we're going to be uh, looking at all that God has to say about going after the one. I'm telling you that the, the People who are far from God matter to God. I said people who are far from God matter to God. Okay? And, 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 and in a minute, you know, when, when, we, when we're, we're going to transition... And we're going we're gonna to move from here out, out to the patio, and we're going we're, we're gonna to participate as people get baptized. Matter of fact, it, if you planned to get baptized today, uh, would you do me a favor? Just right where you are, just stand to your feet and let people see you. Just stand up and say, yeah, I'm getting baptized today, declaring my, I'm going public for Jesus. Come on, this is awesome. Come on. Amen. Amen. You guys can be seated. It, and, and let me just say this to you. Maybe you came and you weren't planning on it, but there's a good possibility you'll step up anyways. Right? Because last night we ended up baptizing about 20 people. I think there was five that were going to get baptized and, and end up with 20 that did get baptized. Because while it was going on, these dude, I'm telling you, man, the power of God came down and people were lining up and getting in the tank and coming out and making, a, making it public. And, and uh, yes, well, you know, man, I, I didn't bring anything. You're ready. Look at your neighbor and say, you look, you look perfect. Okay. We've even got some towels for you. And, uh, uh, but we're going to go public. Amen? We're going to go public. And then, then, then after that, then, then you can go get your kids. Okay. And then, then you know, if you're a dad, you, you can get a donut. And, you know, if you walk across there, you know, you can get some ice cream on it. Make a sandwich. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love my church. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I really like Canadian bacon, too. <laughs> Couldn't have any. Couldn't, couldn't get it. Okay. 
Hallelujah. It was so weird, you know, watching those guys be incarcerated like that. I mean, they, you know, they had them press up against the wall, and they were, you know, Todd crying like a girl, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and Al coming up with all kinds of excuses. I was just in the car. I was just in the car. I'm thinking, yeah, well, man, he's lying over there. And, uh, you might have just been in the car, but you just ain't getting in. That's what this is. You just ain't getting in. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you what, the stuff that we do to prove we love people. Amen. Well, you know, we had a reservation in Canada. I paid for a room, didn't get to use it. I'm working on the forgiveness thing. I'm just trying. Okay. Okay, let's, let's see if this helps. Okay, listen, Luke 15, Luke, Luke 15, we'll put it up here. Uh, just want to read some. What man of you having a hundred sheep? If he loses one, everybody say one. Telling you, one matters to God. If he loses one, doesn't he leave the 99 in the wilderness, go after the one? Say the one. He, he leaves the 99, he goes after the one which is lost until he finds it. Check it out in verse 5. He says, and when he's found it, he, he, he picks it up, gets it on his shoulders, he starts rejoicing. Verse 6, he goes back and, and calls his friends and neighbors together and, and, and says, rejoice with me for I have found my sheep which was lost. Check this out. He, he said, I'm telling you that likewise, there's more joy in heaven over one... Who, who repents than the 99 just who, who just don't need it. There's more, there's more joy in heaven over the one. I'm telling you that God rejoices over one. Come on, remember when you were the one? Come on, some of you guys, if you can't remember, we'll change that today. Some of you guys, you're here today, I'm telling you, because somebody else has been praying for you. You... The man, wouldn't you go after one? Look at the next verse. What about a woman? What, what about a woman having 10 silver coins if she loses one? Everybody say one. If she loses one, does she not light a lamp, sweep the house, search carefully until she finds it? Look at verse 9. And when she has found it, I'd love to take time today to, to talk about it, man, but I can't. When she found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together saying, rejoice with me, for I have found the, the one which was lost. Look at verse 10. And likewise, I'm telling you, there's joy in the presence of the angels of God over one who repents. And, and, and later on in the chapter, you know, uh, verse 24, and we, this is the story of the prodigal son. But just look at this. My son was dead, and we know he wasn't physically dead. He'd just been separated from his father. Death isn't dead. Death is separation, right? And he said, we've been separated. My son was dead. He's alive again. He was lost, and he is found. And they began to be married. I'm telling you that God gets excited over one. One matters to God. People who are far from God matter to God. You know, sometimes I think we forget those are his kids out there. Think about it. He's a father and, 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 and he's separated from his kids. And his heart is for those kids. You know, and they matter to him. And sometimes, you know, we got to get honest. We got to get real. Because sometimes people that matter to God, they don't really matter to us. Oh, you know, that's kind of harsh. But I'm going to tell you something. Last week when we weren't in Canada, and we, we were on the Oregon coast, and, and, and we're trying to pull out into traffic, and, and the Oregon coast, you know, 101, and there's people, and where are they going? I don't care where they're going. They just need to get out of my way, 
right? Who's in the car? Who cares? He does. You know, sometimes we need to be reminded that he cares about each one. About each one. He cares. You know, uh, uh, having the three boys. And, man, i got to tell you something. It's so cool to sit in a service like this. And, and, and not because they're, they're, you know, they're celebrating dad. But i, I got to tell you something. Uh, it's awesome to see my three sons in the house, loving God, serving God. It's, it's, it's awesome. No place I'd rather be. And, and except maybe in Canada. But anyways, they're here. They're here and, and they're serving God. But as they, as they were growing up, you know, and there would be moments that, uh, that I would be left alone with them. Which was crazy. Because every time, every time Shelby left and left me with the boys, something crazy happened. I'm serious. I, you know, when Stephen had his first car accident, Shelby was out of town. I was watching the boys. He was too. He, uh, he, he, I had lost him just for a moment. Just for a moment. Any parents in here, can you testify? Ever lost one of your kids? I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, it was just for a moment. He jumped into the front seat of a Lincoln town car. Drove it. When he hit the lady's planner, he drove it into a lady's house. I, he, he's, got, got, he's on visitation. He's, you know, always in the ministry, right? He had visitation. It wasn't, it wasn't slow either. She had a planner. It was about this tall bricks, you know, out in front of the house. This tall, wide, long as this platform. Man, the, the dirt flew 20 feet in the air. It was, not, it was like an explosion. Boom! And he, when, he, when he ran the Lincoln Town car through her planner into her front door. And I went, there he is. Found him. Got, got him. Okay, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> and she couldn't say anything because she couldn't open her front door. So we just, you know, we just act like we didn't know what. what. You know, uh, there, there were moments. I lost them all at one time or another. You know, she would leave, go to a conference. I'd lose one of them. And, and I'm going to tell you something. When you lose one, and I'm not just talking about around the house. You're out. Dude, one time, one time she she had been gone, and I decided to stop in, in, in Kaiser, Oregon, uh, right on the right on the main street there, and, and there was a florist shop, and, and uh, what 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 road was that? Was it River Road? And and there's a, there's the florist shop, and I'm like I'm gonna buy Shelby flowers because she's coming home, and we're gonna celebrate because I have all three of them, and uh, uh, and I go into the flower shop and, and to get the flowers, and the boys were young, and, and they, we had the little minivan thing going, and they were out there, and I just okay, and Evan was the oldest one, so I'm like keep an eye on them, okay, and I'll be back, and I ran into the flower shop, and I looked out, and it's a boulevard. We're talking two lanes going each way, and a big meridian in the middle, and glass storefront, and I look out there, and 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 here Evan's got them standing alongside. The the, the thing in the little grass strip between between the sidewalk and the and and the, and the busy street and I'm tra- traffic everywhere and there's three of them standing there peeing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who they are. <laughs> I mean, people in the store are like, can you see that? And I just can't believe it. I mean, I, t- I had to shop for a while so he could get him back in the van so I could slip out. But, you know, I mean, there would be moments when I, when I, when I lose him. True story, sorry. But uh, uh, there would be moments when I'd lose him and the heart rate, you know, the heart rate would just, you, it, can you relate? Come on, if you've lost one of your children, hold your hand up. Look around the room. I'm not the only nut. Okay. And at that moment when they're lost, 
Nothing else matters. Right? Hey, I love you two, but uh, help me find the lost one or get out of the way. And I think that's kind of the heart that God has. He's distracted by the lost. I mean, we, we just read, you know, if you lose one, you go after it. And, he's in, and I'm telling you, they matter to God. People matter to God. And, and, and the deal, is, the deal is, is that Jesus came and he said, you know what, uh, uh, what we're going to do, I mean, right, right now, listen, everything matters, I'm going to take care of all of your stuff, but right, right now, I've got to find the one. And I need you to help me. Check it out. Matthew uh, 4, verse 19. Uh, it, Jesus said, come after me as my disciples and let me be your guide. Come after me, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. Come, follow me, and, I, and I'm going I'm to I'm make you fishers of men. And, and, and I love this verse. We'll leave this up there for a minute. I, I love this. This excites me because I'm telling you, I love the Word of God. And there's more in it than, than you realize. A lot of times there's so much more. In, and, and it's like uh, Mark 4, 24 in the Amplified Bible. You know, uh, it starts off, King James, it says, be careful what you hear. And that doesn't mean don't listen to stuff. It means everything you hear, listen with care. Be, make sure that you hear this right. And, and, uh, but in the Amplified Bible, it says that the level of thought and study you give to the truth you hear determines the level of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you, and even more shall come to those who have it. And, and it's talking about the level of thought and study you hear, or the level of thought and study you give to the truth you hear determines the power, the virtue. Virtue is power. Power is the ability to produce results. So the level, the, the level of the ability, the power to produce results that God's word has in your life is determined by the level of thought and study. You give it. So if you don't give thought and study to the truth, quite often the power that that possesses isn't producing in your life because you didn't give it thought and study. No word from God will ever fail, including Mark 4.24. That, that, that in order to get God's word powerful, you got to give thought and you got to give study to it. Now, Albert Einstein, he was a smart guy. Albert Einstein made a statement. I'm just going to repeat it. Don't get mad at me, but he made this statement. I, I just want to share it with you. Albert Einstein said, thinking is very hard work, which explains why so few people do it. And most of us, we don't give any thought and study. See, we come to church, we listen to a message, we say that's nice, we get a donut, we get an ice cream cone, and we go out in the parking lot and fight with the kids. And we're thinking that this, this kind of religious behavior is going gonna, is gonna to change something. No, it isn't. If you don't give thought and study to the truth you hear, it don't have no power. Listen, if you're not going to let God transform the way you think, it's Romans 12, 1 and 2. You're not going to let God transform the way you think. Dude, we're glad you're here, but you're wasting your time. You're just going to be frustrated. Because, you, you know, people walk around, oh, I go to church and everything. And they're still miserable. Why? Because they've given no thought or study to the truth they hear. Take this verse, for example. Jesus said, come, follow me. I'm going to make you fishers of men. Come. Let's, let's give some thought and study just for a minute. Thought and study. Come. Come. Everybody say, Come. No, say, come. come. Okay. In order to come, you have to leave where you are. So you can't, you, you, you're going to be a follower of Christ? Guess what? You don't, get a, you don't get to stay where you're at. Well, the way we've always done it, that ain't going to work with God because you're leaving there. God, God loves you where you are, but too much to let you stay. 
So, so you're not going to stay where you are. You're going to... It's time to move. Uh, here's another. Well, that's just one scripture. Okay, arise, shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. Arise, change your perspective. You're not staying where you are. I'm telling you, if you're going to walk with God, if you're going to do this God life thing, you're not staying where you're at. If you're going to follow Christ, you're coming. You're moving. It's time for growth. It's time for increase. It's time for stretching. It's time for something new. And I'm telling you, God's got a, got a word out to you. Come, come on, come on, let's go. Let's, let's not hang there. No more bitterness, no more brokenness, no more hurt feeling, no, no more feeling bad. Thought sorry for yourself. Come on, it's time to move on. I, 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 think, I think as a father, you know, man, I didn't have girls. You know, so sometimes that, that soft, warm, emotional thing, you know, where's that at? Not in my house. Okay, so I, I would look at my boys, I would look at my boys in their emotional state and I say, what are you going to do? You going to cry? Well, that's mean. No, no. When, when you get emotional, you make bad decisions. Wet diapers get heavy. Take them off. I think that's what he's saying. Let's, let's go. Come. Follow me. Quit trying to lead. Surrender to his leadership. Well, I just think, frankly, Scarlett, you don't get to think what you want to think. The Bible says any thoughts that don't line up with his word, put them in prison and don't let them out. And in Philippians 4, he says, here, here, let me help you. Uh, Think on these things. If it's true, if it's honest, if it's praiseworthy, if it's just, if it's pure, if it's lovely, if it's a good report, think on that. Follow my lead. It's like a dance. Quit trying to lead. Let him lead. Come, follow me. Jesus is talking. You ought to be listening. I'm not staying where I am. I'm going to follow his leadership. I'm going to surrender to his will now. And he said, and. So listen, everybody say and. Oh, no, say it like you mean it. So what does that mean? There's more. I think Jesus would have been a great uh, commercial guy, you know, on TV. Wait, there's more. (laughs) Isaac sowed in the land, he reaped. And uh, there's more. God blessed him. Come and follow me. And uh, there's more. See, a lot of us, we don't get past the end. We get a bumper sticker and a T-shirt, and we think we're done. No, there's more. God's got more for you. Listen to me today. God's got more for you. I said God's got more for you. There's breakthrough coming. There's harvest coming. There's a future coming. There's vision coming. There's purpose coming. I'm telling you, there's a destiny coming. God's got more for you. Don't let the enemy rip you off. Don't you settle in and say, well, I guess this is the way it's going to be. No, with God, I'm telling you, there's an and for you. And listen to what he said. He said, come. Move, right? Move. Don't stay where you're at. Move. Follow me. Let me lead. And, and that's where the and is going to begin, right? You, you don't get the and. You don't get the and until you come, till you shift, till you move, until you start letting him lead. Then, then you're going to get all this other stuff. It's kind of like seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be taken care of. See, we all want verse 17 of Isaiah 54. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. But every tongue that, that, you know, that rises against you, you can condemn. This is the heritage of the children of the living God. I want that verse. Well, you've got to have verse 1. You don't get verse 17 without verse 1. 
which is sing, oh, bear and sing. Break forth into singing and cry aloud. Even when things aren't going your way, go ahead and sing. Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. You want the and part? You've got to have the come and follow part. Get the come and follow part, you're going to get the and part. Guess what the and part is? The and part is the good part. Come, follow me, and I, and I will. Man, I'm telling you, God gets involved. When you get to this part, now God gets involved. If you're not going to move, if you're not going to let him lead, he's not really going to get all that involved. Because he's not going to fight you. But he said, and I will. You, you don't get his will until you move and surrender. Then his will begins to unfold. His will for your life. And he said, I will make. Oh, check this out. There's a difference between make and create. Create is to form from that which doesn't exist. To make is to form from that which is already created. So if God's making stuff, guess what he's using? The stuff that you've already got. He's using the, what you could call a mess. He's going to use that to bless others. He, man, w- w- hello, somebody. You, what, what, you th- what you thought was just totally out of control, God says, hey, there ain't nothing out of my control. It's impossible. No, there's nothing. With God, nothing is impossible. Right? So, so, so I'm telling you, God's going to make some stuff. And listen, listen to what he said. He said, come, follow me, and I will make you. Let me tell you where you're going to find fulfillment. When you move from where you are, and you start letting him lead. And he's going to make you. Destiny is unlocked when you start following him. These people today, they're getting baptized, celebrating the birth of a destiny. I have decided to follow Jesus. And I'm telling you, stuff that hell tried to prevent them from reaching can't stop them now. Because God's involved. Follow me, and I will make you. I'm telling you, if you follow him, he'll make you. He'll make you. Your life will have meaning. Your life will have purpose. Your life will bring fulfillment. If you'll follow him, if you'll stop trying to lead, if you'll let him lead, I'm telling you, I promise you, that it's it's his word, and his word will not return to him void without accomplishing the very purpose for which he sent it forth to accomplish. No word from God will ever fail and he said you know what i'll do when i make you when i make you you know what's going to happen is your life is suddenly going to be empowered it's going to be attractive people will be drawn to you your life suddenly will be empowered to affect others follow me Follow me. Listen to what Jesus is saying. Follow me. Let me lead. Won't be long till people are following you to get to me. Your life will become effective. It'll be like a light in a dark place. I can, I can, yeah, God looking at you saying, I can, I can take what's, what's, you know, what you call life. And I can bring life to others. Why would it, why, why does that happen? Because the one 
matters to God. You know, there's people out there, there's, there's people out there right now that need somebody who will just get in agreement with God. You know, the Bible says, if any two of you agree on earth as touching anything, whatsoever they ask, it'll be done in my Father which is in heaven. If any two of you on earth agree. What do you think was going to happen when you get in, in agreement? Not, not, not with your husband or your wife or your brother. What, what do you think is going to happen when you get in agreement with God? I know there's nine people that you want to see saved, but why don't you let God speak one name to you? And you agree with God. Probably not the name that you were thinking of, you know, as, you, as we started promoting the series and talking about the name tags, and you probably started thinking, and you've got several names running through your mind. I, you know, most of the time, God's going to give you a name that you hadn't thought of, because had you been thinking of that name, you would have not been here today. Because you would have, you know, I'd, I'd rather go to Canada than write that name down. You know, I, 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 bet, I bet there's people that God wants to reach that if you had your way they wouldn't make it what if that's the one God wants you to pray for what if you got an agreement with God I'm not saying it can't be your kid but I'm saying it probably won't I'm saying I think God knows somebody that as you pray for them not only will it open the door for God to go for them them that opens a door for God to deal with you. And he can make you better at the same time. What would happen if you agreed with God? Just for a minute, I want you to close your book, and I just want you to listen. Jesus said, my sheep, they hear my voice. Let the Spirit of God just drop a name into your spirit. Just one name. Come on, let's do this thing God's way. Like I said, I know you know five or six people that really need salvation. But what's the one? God, you, you, you want me to focus on the one. If there was one that I should pray for every day, which one? Real quick, I want you to find something to write with. Put their name on there. Write that name. Bill. Jack. Write their name down. Just a second. We're going to pray over these. Wait till you hear some of the testimonies. Wait, wait till you hear some of the testimonies. God do something impossible. 
as they believed for one. Just before we pray over these, I, I, I want you to do me one more favor. I just want you to close your eyes and bow your head for a minute. Some of you are sitting here today and it's time for you to surrender your will. So you know what? I'm kind of like the one that's been separated from the Father. I need to be made right. I want heaven to rejoice today over me. As I, as I say, you know what? I, I give my life to you, Jesus. See, there's a lot of you in the room today that, that you're far from God, and it's time to get right with him. Maybe you've never prayed what we might call the sinner's prayer. Maybe you prayed a hundred times. That's not the question. The question is, are you far from him? And you know, today, today, I need to launch a new day. I, I need to receive new life. And I'm going to make this prayer. We're all going to pray this prayer together. I'm not going to have you come forward or make you stand up. But if you're here today and you say, you know what, Pastor Tom, that's me, and I need to get my life right with God today, I'm making this prayer my prayer. And if that's you, while nobody's looking around, I just want you to hold your hand up real quiet. Just hold it up and let me see it so I can agree with you in prayer. Thank you, 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 thank you. Anybody else? Real quick, you guys put yours down. Anybody else? Thank you, man. That's awesome. Thank you. It's awesome. See, some of you guys, your names are on chairs in here. Can't help it. you got to raise my hand. Why? Well, because somebody's been praying for you. Anybody else? Say, yeah, this is going to be my day. Uh, this is going to be my prayer. I'm running to him instead of from him. Everybody in this room, pray this. Just say, dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me vision. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, guys. Rejoice with heaven right now. Heaven's rejoicing. Join the party. Hey. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Now, now, hold that name tag up. Father, we just thank you because, you know what? We're, we're not just agreeing with each other, but we're now agreeing with you. God, you said, how can two walk together except they be agreed? Well, we agree with you. And this name right here, this represents one of your kids. This represents one of, uh, it's a child that, that your heart is passionate for. And, and so, Lord, from this moment forward until they're in the kingdom of God, we're going to pray. We're going to believe. We're going to stand in the gap. We're, we're, we're going to be the people of God who, who will lift these individuals up. And, and we say to the Holy Spirit, we say to the hounds of heaven, sick them. Go get them in Jesus' name. And to the north, the south, the east, and the west, we say, give up in Jesus' name. We say, give up in Jesus' name. And release the seed of the living God right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, give him one more victory shout. Thank you, God. Amen. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to peel that name tag off and just reach right around and just put it right on the bottom of the seat you're sitting in. Chair next to you. Get it on the bottom of a chair. Stick it up in there. And we're going to be praying for these guys every day. Every day. Some of you guys that just raise your hand. Some of you guys that, that have never really gone public. Some of you guys, you're being challenged in the spirit right now. There's something saying, man, you, need, you just need to take another step. Let me tell you what the next step is. It's out on the patio. 
The next step is, is saying, you know what? I'm going to get in that line. I, I'm, I'm going I'm to go, get in that water. I'm going to be baptized today. I'm going public for Jesus. Jesus died on a cross. I can get out here on, on a hot day, and, and, and I can stand in this thing, and I can get baptized, and I'm going to declare to hell and the world that Jesus is alive and well and in me. And I, hello, fresh and new. I am fresh and new. Old things are passing away. Behold, all things are coming Amen. Hey, if you raised your hand today and you prayed that prayer with us, listen, inside the worship guide, did everybody grab that worship guide? They got it when they came in. Inside the worship guide, you're going to find an information card and a connection card there. And if you will, if you'll just fill it out and share the appropriate information, we're not, we're not going to, uh, uh, we're not going to hound you with all kinds of stuff, but we're making a commitment to you that we're going to be not only praying for the one, we're going to be praying for you. You want to know why? Because we believe that together we really are better. And that uh, together with us walking with you, let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to get closer to God. Okay? We, we, just, we are committed to your victory, to your success. So walk this thing with us. Introduce yourself to us if, if it's your first time here today. And, and, and just get ready to be part of a team that's winning. Hello, somebody. Come on. We're, we're a winning team. Amen? I said we're a winning team. Amen. Come on, get, go ahead. Let's give God one more praise. Thank God for what's going on. We good? Hey, here's what we need you to do before you go get the kids. Before you, let's, let's head out to the patio, and, and if you're getting baptized right away, get on the far side of it and just get lined up. We're coming. Here we come. Let's, let's make this thing happen. You ready? Let's go baptize some people. There's going to be music out there. Don't forget your uh, the one wristband. And dads, we'll have donuts for you in just a few minutes. But let's head out there and baptize some believers.